I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elian Noah to the near side, cuts it from 35-40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35-30, 25-20, one man to beat, 15-10, 5, reaches the end zone, touchdown Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show, sponsored by the Eric Parade Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes? Register to screen your team this Sunday at epsavealife.org slash thefan. Again, that screening is going to take place between 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Sunday at Sweetwater High School. Uh, you can go on their website again at epsavealife.org slash thefan and get signed up. The last one they had out there at Westview, they had 850 uh, people between the ages of 12 and 25 have that heart screening. Well, uh, thanks again to the kids from uh, St. Augustine and their head coach, Joe Kramer, uh, Byron Cardwell, uh, good young uh, junior running back, and Samuel Scaife, the four the senior wide receiver. Both those guys play a little bit of defense, and Coach Kramer getting ready for his second year out there with the Saintsmen. Now we're going to turn the uh, tide to our, our buddy John Maffey from the Union Tribune, who does an incredible job and has been doing an incredible job for many, many years. And hope all you fans out there appreciate the hard work that John Maffey does, uh, bringing all the high school information to the Union Tribune on a daily basis. So we head out on our hotline, 97.3 The Fan. Welcome, John. John Maffey to the program. John, how are you tonight? Good, John. Thank you for the kind words. Hey, uh, you've uh, definitely earned them over the years. Well, uh, another big year of high school football. I know you guys uh, have started to put uh, a few of the uh, previews of the league in the paper and talk a little bit about what's coming here in the next week for the fans that can kind of be uh, looking out for it in their daily paper. Well, thank you. We'll we'll have something in there every day now. We're going to have, we're going league by league. And and then uh, next week we start our uh, our feature feature coverage. I'll have a have a big feature on uh, on transfers in uh, in Tuesday's paper. Then we'll have uh, uh, I'm sorry that'll be Friday's paper. Then we'll have uh, we'll have our release our poll on uh, on Wednesday and uh, players to watch uh, from we'll have a hundred players to watch from around the county. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a daily occurrence in the paper. Hey, John, how do you go about uh, you know picking the top one hundred? I mean, I know you get a lot of input from the coaches, and uh, yeah, I would imagine in this day and age where uh, some parents can be a little bit psycho, do, do people write in and complain that their kid wasn't in the top one hundred? Oh, absolutely, and a little bit, you know, and and it's really it, it's it's a very small majority or minority. 
of, of, of parents that complain, but, but they are, the ones that do complain are very vocal. Uh, and, and you'll, you know, you'll get the ones that, that, you know, Hey, stupid, didn't you know? <laughs> and, and then the other ones, you know, and there'll be some people that are very nice and go, you know, gee, I think you missed my, you know, my kid or, you know, I, I understand that, you know, we, we try not, I, shoot, we could have, uh, you know, six kids from Mission Hills, you know, Cathedral, Carlsbad, St. Augustine, but, you know, but we try to keep it to, you know, no more than three or four to one school and, and kind of spread it around because we do cover the entire county yeah, all the way out to the desert. So uh, it's, uh, I was, you know, uh, my dictate was uh, to, to keep it to 100, and, and I get a lot of help from, from Terry Monahan and Jim Lindgren and Don Norcross and Oscar Taronis and, uh, and Steve Brand. And I had about 148 players when I put everything together. And making the cuts was really hard. That, that, was, uh, that was tough. And, but you get a lot of input from the coaches because I know you're one of these guys that you never take a day off. You're always working. Even on Sundays you work. Uh, but you go out to a lot of the seven-on-seven seven passing league that's become, uh, boy, just a, a huge thing now. Oh, yes. And, uh, you know, you know uh, I try to make it out to, a, to at least two of the tournaments and usually the Lacoste Cannon and Southwestern and, you know, now Escondido has one, Hilltop has one. So, uh there's something every night. I was at a, at a scrimmage tonight, so uh, you know, and be at a scrimmage tomorrow night. So you know, if you if you don't keep up to date, uh, you know, things are going to pass you by. And even when you do keep up to date, you know, you miss things. But you know, you try to be on top of it as you can. We're visiting with John Maffey from the Union Tribune. John, let's talk about some of the high schools that may be uh, in the top ten to start the year. And, and I want to start with the uh, the team that I just had in here. I had Coach Kramer. He wins the CIF title in his first year. They shocked Madison, or uh, I should say they shocked Helix in the Division One final 21-20. to uh, He got a lot of guys coming back. He got Richard Colmanero who transferred in. Whether or not he can beat out Angelo Peraza, we're going to find out here probably in the next couple of days. But what do you, what do you think for the Saints this year? I think the Saints are in for a big year, and, and uh, I haven't compiled a poll yet, but it, it looks like they're going to be probably number two behind Cathedral, and it's going to be and it's going to be pretty close. And that's what I'm trying to get trying to round up the last few votes. But uh, I think they're they're in for a big year. That you know it's probably going to be a one-two uh, Western League to start to start the top. Uh, you know Helix. Will be in the top five. I think Mission Hills will be in the top five. Uh, Carlsbad's getting a lot of support. Uh, a revived Oceanside team is getting a lot of support. Steel Canyon, surprisingly, uh, has has earned a lot of respect over this over the last couple of years, and they're getting a lot of support. So it's going it, to. And these first, uh, you know as well as anyone, the 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 preseason poll and probably the first three weeks are all over the roadmap. <laughs> And you know, you know, so you, but you have to have it because you know, it, you know, it. People, people think it's you know, they find it interesting, and and you know, you can't start in the fourth week with a poll. You you have to start from week one. I'll promise I'll have my vote in. Okay. Matt, he reminded me to not to get the vote in today at uh, at the scrimmage. I'll have my vote in. You're one of two, Braden. 
Oh, man. I'll get that into you by tonight. Yeah, I got okay. mine in a day or two ago. John, let's talk about Cathedral Catholic a little bit. I mean, they had a great year last year. Uh, you know, they got really hot there at the end of the year. They beat Tory in the uh, uh, division uh, or the open division. They came uh, within, uh, you know, just an eyelash of winning another state title. Uh, they lose a great running back, a kid who had an incredible career in Sean Poma. Uh, what kind of ball club are they going to have? Yeah, you know, I, I was very impressed with them tonight. They 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 looked crisp. They you know they looked sharp. Uh, they they have speed. They have a you know they have a, a very good very good veteran quarterback. They have a big offensive line, uh, and they they were going up against uh, you know uh, El Camino and and Ramona. Ramona, you know, a very big tough team, but a little bit young, uh, and an El Camino team who you know. People don't think much of them now, but they they look sharp. Uh, so you know, I, I, based on what I saw tonight, I, I you know I, they're going to be number one preseason, and and I think rightfully so. Uh, I I look for them to have a big year. What about Helix? They've got the great uh, running back, Ilian Noah, who's having an incredible career. And I know last year he got nicked up; he, he missed some time. But man, if they keep that guy healthy, he's something else. Oh, you're absolutely right. And, and talking. Talking to the coaches from the other teams tonight, and, and and you know they're they're as they're as inquisitive about the top ten as as the kids and the public are, and uh, and they were asking, and I said you know Helix is going to be in the top five, and they said, hey, as long as Noah stays healthy, that's a team that has a chance to to run the table and 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 be number one at the end of the season, and and I kind of agree, I think. Uh, you know they have, and and they do have player. They have other players too, but uh, I think they probably have the best player, the best offensive player in the county. John Maffey from the uh, Union Tribune, our guest here on ninety-seven three, the fan. How about my alma mater, Torrey Pines? They had the great run. They got beat in the open division by Cathedral. They finished ten and one. They lose a great running back in in Mac Bingham. They lose uh, their quarterback. They lose that big left tackle, Brian Driscoll, who went on to the University of California. The the Falcons going to be okay this year? Yes, yes, I think they will. I you know, and again, they're going to be you know, they're a team that that's. They're rebuilding, but for for Tory, you know, rebuilding is more like reloading. And and I was talking to uh, to Sean Doyle tonight from from the coach at Cathedral, and and we were talking about you know comparing leagues and how how tough the Western League is, and and the Avocado League, you know, how, how do you pick uh, how do you pick a last place team in that league? I say uh, <laughs> picking a first place team's easy because it could be it could be any team. It could be any one of the teams, but you know, picking the last place team, somebody, the last place team could win it, and and I, you know, and Tory probably is going to be right. They're going to be right in that mix. Uh, you know, they could be one, two, three. If they get a key injury, they could be four or five. But I, I you know, I think there's definitely enough talent there to win the thing. You know, a couple other teams uh, in that same league, uh, you know, uh, are very, very good. Chris Hauser's team, who went only 5-7 and seven last year, but got hot in the playoffs there for a while. I would imagine he's expecting a big uh, bounce-back year. And Thad McNeil at Carlsbad, they had a nice season a year ago. They, both those teams ought to be pretty good this year, I would think. Oh, absolutely. I, and, and I talked to Coach Mack at, at, at Carlsbad, and he is very high on his team. He thinks, you know, and... And you know, and he you know, he goes, hey, we never get any respect early. All our respect comes late in the season. 
you know, please pick us to finish last in the league so I can mo- <laughs> so I have something to motivate my team. And uh, you know, uh, you know, Mac, you're you know, you're you're too good. You're too good this year. Though you know, the word is out on you. And 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 I'm telling you, Mission Hills is Mission Hills is loaded. They are very very good. And I coming off that five and seven years, kind of like uh, a little bit like what Cathedral went through a few years ago when they went five and seven. And, and have bounced back and been been a monster since then. And I think, uh, you know, Mission Hills' line is gigantic. And, uh, and they, have a, they have a quarterback who, who, you know, led them in the playoffs last year. They have, uh, they have running back. They have a great kicking game. They have athletes at receiver. They, they're big on the defensive front. I, I think they are, they are poised for a very good year. John Maffey from the Union Tribune uh, with me for a couple of more minutes. How about David Dunn, the head coach down there at Lincoln? Uh, the Hornets had a great run last year, really uh, uh, played great in the playoffs. Uh, they've gotten a lot of transfers, I hear. Uh, they should be loaded again, too, shouldn't they? They are. They're, I mean, they are extremely athletic. And the big thing with Lincoln, and, and what everybody would tell you is they, their lines are always suspect. They are their skill position players. Uh, are as good or better than than any team in the county, and and Lincoln is is very well coached. Coach Dunn now the big thing that he needed to do and all along, and he said it from the start was a keep his team his kids home. He had to keep the Lincoln kids home and if and play and win with them, and he had to keep his coaches home. He he had so many walk on coaches that were that were leaving after a year. There had to be continuity in coaching. And he's been able to do that, and and in doing that, the kids have stayed. Kids are starting to transfer in, but what everybody wants to see is how good will Lincoln be when we play eleven on eleven rather than seven on seven. That's probably fair because they do have uh, normally some of the best skilled players in San Diego. I don't think anybody would argue with that. Hey, John, uh, how about down in South Bay East Lake, the team to beat down there again? I, yes, I, you know East Lake's going to be very good. Uh, Otay Ranch uh, is is getting a lot of support. A lot of people, there's there's some buzz about Otay Ranch, uh, Olympian, and I think even Hilltop. Uh, you know, at, at a at a little bit lower level, uh, I'm going to see them probably opening night uh, at Escondido. And uh, I think uh, Drew, Drew Wesley does a very good job there. I think Hilltop might be a team that's going to sneak up on people. Hey, John, thanks for the time, and uh, look forward to seeing you real soon. John, thank you. I appreciate it. There you go. John Maffey from the Union Tribune. In fact, I may see him tomorrow night. I'm going to go to that scrimmage tomorrow night uh, between uh, Sam Pasquale and Poway because we're carrying that Poway game a week from uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Poway will be hosting Granite Hills. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, Braden Soprenner will join me, and uh, we're going till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us tonight on the High School Show right here on 97.3 The Fan. This is Joe Kramer, head football coach, St. Augustine High School. You're listening to the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan.
Welcome back, Coach John Kintura on the High School uh, Football Show with Braden Suprenant. And uh, good to have uh, Coach Kramer and a couple of his uh, big studs in here tonight. And uh, we'll be following the Saints like we'll be following all the schools out there. Whether you're big, uh, medium-sized, small schools, we're going to talk about you at some point during the uh, 2019 high school football season. Uh, Braden, I want to bring you in here because uh, I know there were scrimmages played tonight. And uh, tomorrow night and Saturday, some uh, very special things happening down at Hilltop High School. The SD FNL Magazine Kickoff Classic tomorrow night uh, at 7 p.m. It's going to be La Jolla scrimmaging against Hilltop. It's going to be a game, but it doesn't count. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow night. And then on Saturday, well, if you're looking to see a lot of teams on a Saturday and find out uh, how some of these teams are going to be, you've got La Jolla Country Day going against Mountain Empire at noon. Again, this will be at uh, Hilltop High School. Coronado going against Montgomery at 2.30. Kearney against Imperial at 5 p.m. And finally, Saturday night, you got Lincoln going against San Marcos at 7.30. That ought to be a doozy. The admission for that game is going to be one canned food item that will be no- donated to the San Diego uh, Food Bank. So, again, that's going to be uh, tomorrow night, La Jolla Hilltop at 7 p.m. And then you've got games starting uh, at noon on Saturday out there at Hilltop. And we'll probably give that schedule out before we go off the air. But, uh, Braden, uh, that's a good way to kick off the high school football season. Yeah, it is. I, I agree. I, I think um, I wish more teams did it like this. Uh, you know, I just, was just at a scrimmage today uh, up at Ramona. And I'm not, I mean, I like the scrimmages because you got to hit somebody else. But, you know, the <laughs> 10 games that are the 10 plays, 15 plays, you're trying to get guys in and out. What about practicing quick changes what about practicing special team what about getting all the you know the kinks out of you know running a game you know as 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 a guy that has coached myself uh, a handful of years and uh, you know being experienced my hardest adjustment is not running 10 scrimmage plays i do that every day at practice it's getting the kids on and off the field it's knowing when the sub guys it's going hey do we have a guy on we need our, we got a guy our punt team ready to go our kickoff team i usually have to deal with that the first game of the season um not the scrimmage, because you know, you, they ran punt today at scrimmage. They ran the PAT with no rush, and it was kind of like, why are we even doing this type of thing? I like the the whole game mentality. It's, I think the biggest thing, like I said, the quick changes is is getting all of a sudden a turnover happens. Um, you know, a quick change if you're a defense, you you get them to go three and out. All of a sudden, your offense throws a pick, getting the guys back on the field ready to go. Uh, the actual game time and how guys are conditioned to play in an actual football game, not just playing ten scrimmage plays. I think those are very good points. I think one of the things that I, a couple of things that I always worried about coaching was getting the the plays in the first regular season game when the, the yep. referees have got the clock on you yeah. and getting the players on and off the field in a, in a timely manner, being organized on the sidelines and special teams. I always, every year I would hold my breath, no matter how oh, much goodness. you practice special teams, you hold your breath. Number one, getting guys on, on the field, especially as they get fatigued, they're, they're not thinking about, Hey, they're on punt return or how punt about, coverage. How about your offensive coordinator? Wait until 15 seconds left on the play clock to go, you know what, we're going to punt. And then all of a sudden it's a frantic scramble to get your punt team out well, of the Well, if I'm the head coach, I'm going to have a, a talk with my offensive coordinator, okay? Because I'm not going to burn a timeout because he can't make a decision whether or not we're going to hey, go for it. A lot not. of the head coaches are their own offensive coordinators. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of like, I think we can go for it. And then at the last second, going, no, we got to punt. And then it's just, you're, kinda, you're sitting there going, 
All right, but now we're going to have to call a timeout because there's no way I'm going to get all my guys out well, there. Well, I know you, you've coached a lot of special teams, and yes. I love special teams. But when I was coaching at Torrey, whenever it was third down, we were gathering our punt team or our, our punt return team. And, you know, hopefully we're going to get a first down, okay, so we weren't going to have to punt. But we had those guys ready to go. I'm and we secret- had one coach, I'm- aside from the special teams coach, who would gather those guys up. I'm secretly doing that. If I do it too loud, all of a sudden the offensive coordinator gets up, whoa, we're going to get this first down. Uh, that's fine. But the offensive pre- coordinator be shouldn't be worried you. about what you're doing. He ought to be gotta, worried about calling the next play. i got to be prepared just in case you don't get that first down because we can't have this frantic, oh, should we go for it, should we not type of deal. But, you know, you got to adjust. It's, it is, I, you know, I only coach JV football. It's a little bit different than the varsity guys uh, that usually, uh, you know, got their stuff together. I'll tell you what, special teams the first couple of weeks of the season, wow, they, they could turn a game around in a heartbeat like they can throughout the year. But, you know, you want to make sure you got the right personnel on all those teams and what guys did in practice is one thing. What are they going to do when they're going down and try to, uh, you know, take down a guy from another ball club? Now, uh, you've got uh, Coach Wesling from Hilltop, who, by the way, is doing do. a really, really nice job building that program. And I think a lot of people may uh, remember uh, Drew Wesling. Uh, he played at, at San Diego. He stayed. did. He had a really good uh, throw against uh, TC Horn Frogs. He doesn't want to remember it though. But this is uh, Coach Drew Wessling talking about uh, the SDFNL uh, kickoff classic. They're part of it for the third time this year. They're hosting it this year. This is what Coach uh, Drew Wessling had to say about it. Well, I think there's a couple things that we like about doing it. First of all, we want to say yes to any opportunity that comes up to help promote our student-athletes and Hilltop football in general. And then secondly, Montel and Ruben Pena, who run it, uh, run it with a great cause behind it, which is to raise a ton of food for San Diego Food Bank. So the cost of admission is free, but you do need to bring one can or more canned food. So it's for a great cause. It's a great chance for the kids to put on their game uniform and get really more of a game experience than a scrimmage experience. So we're excited. We're we're excited we get a chance to host it and excited we get to scout some teams that we play the following day as well. That's head coach Drew Wessling of the Hilltop Lancers talking about the SDFNL kickoff classic that will be happening at Hilltop High School this weekend. There will be a game tomorrow and then three games on Saturday. Hey, Braden, talk a little bit about the podcast you're going to be doing here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, right now, uh, we're currently working on preview podcasts for all of uh, 10 leagues. We've got 10 leagues covered uh, in the San Diego High School football section. Uh, we've gotten almost all of them recorded, but we're going to release uh, two a day. Uh, starting yesterday, we had the Coastal and the Pacific uh, breakdowns out. Uh, it was myself and uh, John Maffey on those. Uh, we'll have the South Bay ones out for you as well. It'll be my, myself and Luke Ramirez, a freelance writer uh, for the Union Tribune, also mostly famous for being on that Little League World Series team for Parkview uh, a long time ago, and of course a great uh, East Lake baseball player as well. Uh, we will also have uh, the, all the city conferences broken down with myself and uh, Chris Smith, uh, top dog, and then uh, of course we'll have um, Yuru on the uh, the North County uh, Avocado League. Uh, we'll break down the Avocado League as well. East County will be with Adam Paul. We'll break down the, all the East County games. Uh, but it's fun. we got some write-ups for you. We break down every single team. We give our predictions of what's going to happen this season and our opinions based on their schedule and what have you. We also have interviews from coaches. Uh, we've got at least two coaches from each league for each podcast. It's, it's a fun time. Uh, you just heard Drew Wessling. That was actually from the podcast. If you want to check those out, at 97ThroughTheFan um, on Twitter, at 973 the or Go to 97ThroughTheFanSD.com uh, to check out all of our preview pages. They'll all be linked together. Uh, they'll also post it on iTunes and wherever you find 97 Through the Fan podcasts. 
I got to tell you, Braden and I are just beside ourselves. We've got an opportunity <laughs> here on 97.3 The Fan because of the management and the leadership here to do this high school uh, football uh, show as well as the high school football games on Friday night the right way. And we're starting uh, this week. We'll be back on next Thursday night. And then the following night, it'll be Granite Hills at Poway. With that, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back. Braden Soprenant, Coach John Cantero, we're talking high school football right here on 97.3 The Fan. We've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome back, Coach John Cantero, Braden Soprenant in the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. Now, Braden, we're going to be on each and every Thursday. The Padres schedule, for the most part, has really cooperated with us. There's only one week we won't be on during high school football. Yeah, it's in uh, next week? Two weeks ago. Uh, two two weeks. weeks from now. Two weeks. August 30th, we will not be on the air, or hey, 29th or something. Hey, tell like the fans right now how they can hear all of our games uh, before we actually uh, start uh, uh, putting them on 97.3 The Fan at 7 o'clock on Friday nights. Uh, so the best way to be able to hear our games for the entire season is to download the Radio.com app. You can listen live on the radio, on your phone, on your tablet, on your smart speaker. If you say uh, to your Alexa app, hey Alexa, play 97.3 The Fan, bam, you're going to have high school football for you right there every Friday night at 7 o'clock. Um, the first six games are going to be streamed due to the Padres, so you wouldn't be able to hear us uh, in your radio on your dial, but you will be able to hear us on the stream. You can go to our website at 97throughthefansd.com. They'll have a Listen Live button on the front page. You can click that, and all of a sudden, you got high school football for you. And if you want to listen on your app, again, like I said, download the radio.com app, and you can listen on 97throughthefan, the little uh, page they got there. Uh, right when you open up the app, it basically pulls up your location services, so 97.3 will pop up with all the other intercom stations as uh, local San Diego stations. Just click our 97.3 logo, bam, you got high school football for you right there on a Friday night. Uh, but I like the smart speaker one idea. You're sitting at home, you know, <laughs> maybe you're a little late running to the, your son's game, you know we're calling the game for you. Hey, Alexa, play 97.3 the fan. Bam. Coach John Cantera, myself, Brain Soprano, will be calling the game for you as you drive over uh, to a high school game. He'll listen on your app. Um, the apps are very uh, susceptible with, um, you know, Know, Apple CarPlay. I got that in my car. Just plug your little phone into your uh, Apple CarPlay. Bam! You got uh, you got it in your radio. If you don't, if you can't, uh, you know, since our games are going to be streamed for the first six weeks. Well, you know what's really cool about this? I think Braden, uh, people at other high school games, they can be tuning into our game by going to the radio.com app. Or if you have a grandparent that lives out of state, they can listen to the the ball game as well on the radio.com app. Plus. We're going to be giving out scores of other games during right. our broadcast as well. So if you're driving in between games, if you're scouting one of those coaches, they're out there, got to scout a couple games for your, uh, for your home ball club, you want to listen to some scores around the county, you got that right there. If, you, if your game just finished, tune us on. You can listen to our little post-game wrap we got. We'll be giving out scores. But if your game ends earlier than other games, we're going to be giving you scores uh, throughout the entire broadcast as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun time listening to high school football on Friday nights here on 97 Through the Fan. All right, Braden, uh, let's talk about uh, three teams here to start with and we'll see how many we can get to tonight again we'll be back in next thursday night 9 to 11 that'll be the night before the first games and we're going to be all lathered up next thursday i'm night already fired up right now because we've got that uh, granite hills poway game in fact uh, Braden was up on uh, the mountain today in ramona up there uh, el camino cathedral catholic and uh 
Uh, Ramona, we're going at it today. I'm going to a scrimmage tomorrow night out at San Pasqual. They're hosting uh, Poway, the team that we're going to one of the teams we're going to be calling next Friday night. Uh, but let's start with Orange Glen. Jason Patterson, the uh, Patriots last year ten and four. They uh, uh, get beat in the the state final. But, uh, boy, I heard, and I remember talking to Kale Patterson, Coach Patterson's son at our Lolita's banquet. He goes, we're going to be even better. You know, we're, we're very excited about that because um, last year everything was kind of new. We had struggled the season before that. And um, so the winning was something we were kind of taking in stride and just kind of getting better. But this whole off offseason, um, we could refer back. We, we understood what winning is. We're trying to make it a culture around here. Um, we focus a lot on the habits that we're doing, you know, being on time, putting a lot of work in the weight room, um, leadership. So our expectations are kind of through the roof. Um, we talk about them all the time in the off season and currently the last two weeks, you know, once we've been started. So, um, we have really high expectations. We kind of keep that in house, what we're, what we're going after, but, um, we've added some new schools on our schedule and we're just, um, we're really, really excited. Our depth is not great, so um, we were we were very blessed last year to not have a whole lot of injuries, and we're hoping to do the same thing. And I, um, I just think we're we're shooting for the moon. Why wouldn't we? You know, Braden, I think uh, what that did for Orange Glen as a school gave them a lot of self-esteem, a lot of confidence. And, I mean, you talked to Coach Patterson the other day. He's pretty fired up camper because it hasn't been easy to put that program back together. No, absolutely not. And uh, he is fired up. And they got a good line that they're they're talking about. Um, they, They feel that they can definitely be the best team in Escondido. That's a very prideful thing for Orange Glen, Escondido, and San Pasqual. The nice little three-way rivalry got, kind of like Army Army. Navy and uh, of course Air Force. Um, it's going to be tough for them to play Escondido. I think uh, you know with Escondido's size. John Maffey was talking about that, um, you know, on one of our podcasts. But Orange Glen to me, they got a lot of guys coming back. Um, they have a really stud running back in Kale Patterson. He's going to be able to put up a lot of yards and a lot of points for Orange Glen. I- I'm excited to see them. You know, later on in the year they play San Diego High for a non-league game. That's going to be a big game for them. Um, the the tough stretch is going to be the first two games. They go out to Hawaii. First game of the year. He was talking about how um, you know Coach Patterson used to be on Coach Gilster's staff. Right. Uh, Rob Gilster up at Valley Center, uh, who used to coach at Orange Glen as well. Uh, he loves taking Hawaii trips with his team. So this was actually Patterson's uh, eighth uh, trip, I think he said, uh, going and bringing a team to Hawaii. Uh, so they're excited for that. They're going to be out there for a week. But when they come back, they got the big dogs of Escondido looking at them. Uh, then they got San Diego High coming up. They got a pretty good non league schedule. I, I see them winning the Coastal League, um, the league that they're in right now now and um they're going to be a fun team to watch and it's good to have orange glenn back on on the map a little bit here oh there's no question about it the home of sean salisbury once upon a time <laughs> uh you know escondido I keep hearing Escondido's going to have one of the better teams they've had in years. I keep hearing that as well. Uh, Matthew was going over his, their offensive line. Um, they kind of have a lot of guys that played last year coming back. They got the most experience probably uh, in the Valley League, um, in a Valley League that's probably um, you know pretty much wide open. Valley Center lost a lot of guys. They lost uh, Mazzetti, their quarterback. They lost that Big Ed Hill on the <laughs> offensive line. He's a good ball player. Yeah, he is. And they had a lot of weapons with that class. And I remember talking to uh, Gilster a couple years ago 
when that class was a bunch of juniors, he said junior class is, is one of our best classes. So now they're gone at Valley Center. Uh, San Pasquale should be good, but they um, you know they don't return as many guys as Escondido does. Of course, you got Fallbrook and the distractions they have with multiple coaches. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for them to get get on the stride uh, early and fast. Uh, to me, Escondido is right there competing for a league title. If you talk to John Maffey, they got the league title wrapped up. It's theirs. They're gonna win it. Um, you know, for a team that has not been there record wise over the last handful of years, uh, it's it's exciting to be an Escondido uh, you know fan. They're, they got a big stadium, great stadium. You know, they're gonna be fired up up there in Escondido. Um, you know, Matthew's talking about the pride they have there, and uh, they got Orange Glen back on the schedule for the first time in a long time. A big time rivalry game. Uh, that game's gonna be fun week two. La Jolla Country Day last year, Braden, uh, two and eight, and they were in a really a good run there for uh, a number of years. Uh, two and eight, they're going to try to rebound this year. You talked to Coach Hales here about a week ago. Uh, yeah, you know, um, we actually have all our starting receivers back. Um, uh, we have actually um, potentially one of the best lines that we've maybe ever, even ever had since I've been here um, to be you know, the quarterback. Uh, offense coordinator Carmen is there is a, is a magician with the offense. He does a great job evaluating who we have, what the strengths are of our guys, getting the ball in the playmakers' hands. Uh, uh, Nick Albert was a returning thousand yard receiver as a running back. Uh, we've got you know, a couple quarterbacks who are competing that have both started first season. Uh, Philip Cooding started last season as a sophomore, uh, really competed for us. And then uh, EJ Kreutzman, who started his sophomore year, has come back out. Your year, uh, that folks in baseball last year, and, uh, that's been huge. Those guys competing really hard, uh, makes you kind of ramp up everything in practice that much more. So, offensively, you know, we we are who we are, and then we feel like we've got personnel that can um, we take advantage of based on different packages based on who we have. You know what, this La Jolla Country Day team reminds me of as we just listened to Tyler Hales talk about his offense coming back uh, the question going into that was was John Maffey was asking you know do you have the personnel to run the offense that you want to run and, and he said he got a lot of receivers back uh, he's got the best line he thinks uh, they have ever had at La Jolla Country Day you know a couple got a quarterback battle between the guy that started two years ago that took his uh, junior year off and the guy that started <laughs> last year uh, for La Jolla Country Day uh, they got a JV team coming in that went 4-0 last year can't really va- value that too much with with um, you know small schools because you got to think the majority of sophomores and freshmen that are really good are probably playing up with the varsity level but this team, based on what I've talked to with Tyler Hales, reminds me a lot of that. This class that they have, the senior class, reminds me of a lot of that sophomore or that class that just graduated Cathedral, because the both the sophomore year of that Cathedral team was on the state championship team, and so they kind of got the, the little experience of going on a state championship run. Then their junior year, they get pummeled. They go five and seven. They don't have a really good year. It's the same thing with the Hoya Country Day. Two years ago, sophomores state championship run team. They take their lumps the very next year. They go 2-8, and eight, and he said they've been working out every day in the weight room over the offseason. They've been putting in, in the work. They've been going it, and they've been saying, you know what, we were back there as sophomores. Let's get back there again as seniors. Let's go do it as a senior class. That's why I think I think the motivation level for them, the fact that they have a good offensive line, you could see the La Jolla Country Day potentially winning. You know, I, I can see them going maybe 7-3. and three. Boy, off a two and eight year, they'd definitely take that. Now, you also talked the other day to Nehemiah uh, Brunson, the uh, coach at Army Navy. They had a rough year last year, Braden. They were only three and eight. 
They were three and eight. That's right. Um, you know, talking to Nehemiah Brunson, I asked them about the challenges of coaching at Army Navy. And when you coach at Army Navy, it's not like you're coaching at any other high school for the fact that it's a boarding school. So a lot of their kids are coming from outside the state. They're coming from uh, outside the county. You know, the kids from all over the country go there, um, you know, to go to Army Navy. But you don't get the same kids every year. One year you could have a kid there at Army Navy School at the boarding school, and the next year he could be going to maybe his local high school. Uh, it was talking to him, and, and the challenge is they don't get to do seven-on-seven seven over the summer because everybody's home. In the springtime when they want to do spring ball, half their team is playing baseball or other type of sports. It's not a very large school. So they kind of monitor kids to see if they still have them based on huddle. Who's watching film? If they got guys <laughs> watching film, they go, all right, I think this kid's coming back. But I was talking with Nehemiah Brown. I asked him, you know what, who you got coming back? Who are some of your stars, um, you know, this season? And this is what he had to say. A couple kids for us. Um, Andrew Davis, returning all-leaguer on the offensive side of the ball on the O-line. Um, stud kid from Washington area. Already knows where he wants to go to college. He's going to go to a small school. He's probably going to end up at Chapman University after graduation. Um, Isaiah Tangatau, um, a small D-tackle. Um, great kid. Uh, another local kid from the Oceanside area, uh, Drake Fialco, who is from La Jolla area, uh, starting a uh, linebacker two years in a row. Um, we have two QBs battling it out, Sam Cushman and um, Caleb Clark. Um, both got saw the field last year. Um, it's been a great battle with those two. Um, with those guys, you know, hopefully we can compete. A couple kids for us, um, Andrew I got to tell you, Braden, uh, going up to Army Navy, and they've done a lot of great things with their facilities over the last several years. But I, I remember going up there once upon a time. They used to play a lot of Saturday games, and you're sitting right there watching a game on Pacific Coast Highway 101. It's a great setting for a high school football game. Oh, it's beautiful, and uh, you know they got the lights up there. It's a very nice, uh, you know, little campus. And my dad actually engineered a lot of those buildings. Of, That's of really cool. When they uh, when they re, um, you know, they kind of remodeled a lot of them. Um, I haven't. I've been up there. I've seen it. I've never been actually on campus. I'd love for a to game. do a game there. I'd sometime. love to do a game up That'd there. That'd be fun. Nehemiah would be fired up for us to go up there and do a game. Uh, I, I, it was a great conversation with him. Uh, the best thing that Maffey said about going to games there uh, is the chow. Getting in the chow hall, getting some <laughs> food up there. So I might have to check that out. Um, but yeah, Army Navy. They have. A, they, they got a couple guys every once in a while that come out and, and play some good football for them. Uh, you know, I was looking at their schedule. Uh, this year, uh, you know, as we we're doing the podcast, if you want to check it out, it's on Facebook or, or it's on 97ThroughTheFanSD.com. Uh, we broke down the Pacific League. Uh, to me, it, it's kind of tough, but they, they play a lot of different teams all over the place. They open up with Claremont, who I think they can win that game. Uh, you know, Claremont hasn't won in a long time as of right now. Uh, they're kind of in a turmoil right now with their coaching and a, their athletic director and, and, and kind of some off-the-field issues for that school. Well, they've had, they had a problem last year uh, not able to field uh, a team there at one point in time with their JV. Yeah, and and then you go down the list, uh, you know, they're playing some teams from all over, and, and that's what, you know, Coach Brunson was talking about. He wanted to play teams uh, that were around his caliber, but he wanted to show his team different settings in different areas of, of maybe the county that he can travel to. They go play at Mountain Empire this year. That's going to be a nice little travel game for them, going from, you know, uh, North Carlsbad all the way out to the, the boonies out there in Mountain Empire off the Interstate 8. Um, uh, they got Excelsior from Victorville coming to town. Uh, they'll play Orange Glen. Uh, 
that's kind of a nice little game that they they roped in with uh, with Coach Patterson at Orange Glen. And you know what? Army Navy was only about five points away from winning that game against a team that ended up going to a state championship game. And then of course they got the league play. Uh, I like Army Navy. It's going to be tough with the league that they're in, but uh, they don't, they might be able to put together a nice little season here. Hey, we got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I want to go down across the bridge to Coronado right now. Kurt Hines, the head football coach down there, one of our favorite guys on Twitter. We follow him and uh, has a lot of great motivational stuff on Twitter. Last year, the Islanders only 6-4, and four, uh, and they had some big blowout losses last year. Yeah, San Diego High was one of them. They went down to you know Balboa Stadium and got kind of hammered over there. He was fired up to have them on the schedule later. He's got a little bit of a revenge game. Um, you know, He knows how talented they are. He just wants to see if his boys can stack up later in the season, but uh, this is what Coach Hines had to say about uh, his team this year. Yeah, I'll start with James Whittle. He, uh, he's returning. He's one of our captains. He's a returning uh, linebacker, um, wide receiver, and he's just uh, he's matured so much as a player. He started last year, um, but he had a tremendous offseason, and he's just he's a kid that you know, we, we talk often in our program about guys that play football and football players. And the difference being, you know, you play football, you show up when it's convenient. And James is definitely a football player that understands what it takes to compete day in and day out. So, uh, so we're looking at James to lead the way. Uh, Tyler Buckley is another captain who, you know, the, the biggest conversation I have with Tyler, you know, he, he's not that big, but uh, he's got real good speed, great hands, and he's another slot back uh Offensively, and it's a corner for us on defense. He just—he likes to hit. He's just a scrappy little kid that really likes to hit, and I don't think he's really realized yet how good he can be. Um, we have Ash Bitt, a quarterback. You know, he was a backup for us for most of the year last year, um, and our starting quarterback, being a military kid, moved moved out of state. So Ash has stepped up and uh, put on some real good size. Over the offseason, can, can throw the ball well. Is, is a real good threat when he runs the ball. Um, and our, our line, although I say we're not big, we, uh, we're averaging about 240 for our line, so we're not small. And uh, those guys have really worked hard this offseason as well. So uh, I'm excited about where we are. Lines at uh, Coronado High School. 240 offensive line. That's pretty good for the Islanders, I would think, Braden. Absolutely. To weigh in at 240 and average weight. Uh, they just got a brand new weight room. Um, you know, they're putting the time in. And Coach Kurt Hines, uh, you know, gets his guys to buy in. And he has that, you know, that famous Max Preps uh, video <laughs> where he's, uh, you know, banging on a locker saying, when a man is backed into a corner, he's got nowhere to go as a dangerous man. Uh, his little halftime speech to get him going. Uh, you know, his team, he's always a great motivator. He's going to have the Islanders fired up. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what they do this year. Well, we're certainly fired up. We're uh, very happy that you joined us tonight. Again, we'll be back in uh, next uh, Thursday night, 9 to 11. Of course, I've got my regular show Monday through Friday, 12 to 3. I'll be on tomorrow afternoon. And, uh, again, we're going to be here each and every Thursday. In two weeks, uh, I think it's the 29th, I believe. We'll be off on the 29th, but uh, that'll be our only uh, off night during high school football. And, of course, uh, next Friday night, a week from tomorrow night, uh, our first game will be on the radio dot com app we will have the granite hills at poway game next week we'll wrap it all up we'll get you the top 10 we'll 
uh, break down all the different games, and we'll even take your phone calls next week. Braden, great job, and uh, we'll look forward to going at it again next Thursday night, my friend. I'm excited. If you want any high school football coverage some more, check out our podcast on our website, 97throughthefansd.com. For Braden Suprenant, Coach John Cantera, have a great night, everyone, and keep that dial tuned right here and only right here to 97.3 The Fan. Good night. Bye-bye. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.